Welcome to Unsupervised Learning, a security, AI, and meaning-focused podcast that looks at how best to thrive as humans in a post-AI world. It combines original ideas, analysis, and mental models to bring not just the news, but why it matters and how to respond. All right, welcome to Unsupervised Learning. This is Daniel Meisler. Starting off with security news, there's a new now-patched vulnerability in OpenSSH's forwarding agent that has the potential for RCE. Definitely going to patch up there. A simple typo, which was typing .ml instead of .mil, has been redirecting millions of sensitive U.S. military emails to Mali for over a decade. That's M-A-L-I. And despite warnings, the issue still persists, with nearly 117,000 misdirected messages collected since January alone. And the contract is actually about to end with uh, this vendor that they're using, and they're about to get access to be able to read all of those emails, which I imagine is over a million at this point. VirusTotal inadvertently exposed customer data due to an employee error. The leak included 5,600 names and email addresses. And Google is already working on the solution because they own VirusTotal. In a recent directive, President Xi Jinping of China has called for the construction of a more robust security barrier around the country's internet, aiming to further control and regulate online activities. This is one way I think the West has a massive advantage. People want free access to the internet, and I think they will ultimately see it as weakness that China doesn't want them to have it. And when I say people, I mean Chinese people in China who hopefully get out, many of them do get out and, uh, you know, go to the West, travel around and realize what they have when they're in those freer countries. Apple is threatening to pull its iMessage and FaceTime services rather than comply with demands that could weaken encryption in messaging apps. The proposed online safety bill from the UK would require companies to install technology to scan for child exploitation and terrorism content in encrypted messaging apps, a move that Apple and other companies argue would effectively render encryption protections ineffective, which I completely agree with. You can either have an encryption or you can have filtering. It's not an easy choice to everyone, but I think most people in the security community, including myself, are currently siding towards end-to-end encryption instead of filtering only because the filtering cannot be done well. If I could have both, I would choose both. Car thefts are massively up, and one theory suggests it's because TikTok has great tutorials on hot wiring Kias and Hyundais. Number of car thefts in the first six months of the year was 104.3% higher than the same period in 2019, according to a study by CCJ. Artificial intelligence is now being utilized by American law enforcement to identify potentially suspicious patterns of movement, analyzing vast license plate databases. In a recent drug trafficking case in New York, the AI system sifted through a staggering 1.6 billion license plate records collected over two years, leading to the identification and arrest of a suspect. (laughs) A suspect. One. Right? 1.6 billion license plates. Two years of data, they found one person. Could have just put someone out on the freeway with binoculars. But that would have been a job, so can't have that. 
The FBI has issued a warning about a surge in tech support scams that are specifically targeting the elderly in the United States with a new twist. The scammers are now urging their victims to send cash hidden in magazines or similar items through shipping companies. A Moonlock survey found that 57% of Mac users agree or hesitate to disagree that macOS is entirely malware-free. Every third user believes their data is of no interest to cybercriminals, creating a false sense of security, which is reflected in 22% of users using the same exact password for multiple online accounts. Moonlock experts also found it alarming that 31% admit to skipping software updates, even though 45% agree that they must do more to protect themselves from cyber threats. The entire survey report is available on the Moonlock website. So everyone who wants to understand how Mac users navigate the increasingly complex security landscape, please visit moonlock.com. Technology news. Altman's new crypto startup, WorldCoin, has finally launched, which uses eyeball scanning technology to distinguish between humans and AI online. The company has been in development for over three years and has raised about $250 million from Andreessen Horowitz, Kostled Ventures, and Reid Hoffman. So the tech aims to put a crypto wallet on every human's smartphone, which is ambitious and kind of cool and kind of scary. It works by scanning your eyeball on a device called an orb. Over 2 million individuals have verified their world ID so far at an orb. And they're capping the total supply to 10 billion WLD tokens for the first 15 years. This whole thing is exciting, strange, and a bit weird to me, honestly. It feels like a crypto play, which it is, uh, combined with like a UBI play, since he's also now trying to build AGI that will replace, you know, a lot of the human knowledge work that exists today. And I'm not trying to be negative here. I, I just, you know, it, this whole thing does sound very cool. It's just hitting me wrong right now for some reason. Can't quite figure it out. OpenAI's ChatGPT now has custom instructions as a feature, letting you input information it'll remember to tailor future conversations. The feature is in beta and available to ChatGPT Plus subscribers, except for in the UK and EU because of some privacy uh, situations going back and forth between the countries and the company. Apple is in the process of creating an AI-powered chatbot, finally, internally referred to as Apple GPT, but it's not clear what they plan to do with it yet. The chatbot is built on a large language model framework called Ajax, which runs on Google Cloud and is developed with Google Jax. My only hope is that this is true and that it happens fast. I think it is true. I just hope it comes out fast and that it largely replaces Siri. Like, I don't mind talking with Siri. I like you know, the, uh, I don't know. I like the interface. I just, I just don't think it's very good. Twitter's ad revenue and traffic is way down and Musk has decided the best solution to this is to ruin the whole thing. I mean, the only good thing it has left is its name. It, I mean, that was going away as well, but now he's getting rid of the name and the logo. So no more bird, no more tweeting. Now it's X he just changed the logo and the name to an X, and I think this is like a max level fail. Google is experimenting with an AI tool called Genesis that can generate news articles. The tool has been pitched to major publications, including New York Times, 
Washington Post and News Corp. Wish I could have been in the room to hear that pitch. I don't imagine they invited any writers to that meeting. And TikTok is adding text posts, putting it in much closer competition with X, uh, Instagram, and Threads. Only thing I like about any of this is the fierce competition that's leading to hopefully some kind of innovation here. And here's a message on fighting cybercriminals from our sponsor, Mimecast. Have you ever fallen for phishing, social engineering, or an impersonation attempt? You are not alone. An email address is a direct digital path to the mind, the machine, and the data every person in your organization uses. Your M365 accounts are at risk of cyber attacks. Put them at ease with Mimecast. Their added layer of security protects you against vulnerabilities. Visit Mimecast.com today to start your 30-day trial. That's Mimecast.com. Human news. Israel's democracy is being seriously tested right now, and there's a number of votes that are happening currently around Netanyahu's judicial restrictions that will be pivotal to the outcome. Uh, they've already done one, and it voted in Netanyahu's favor. That happened just like immediately, very recently, last few hours. And my unsophisticated read on the matter is that the extreme right is looking to take over and turn the country into a hardcore religious state. And I've got Jewish friends from Israel who agree with that assessment. And they're effectively turning it into, you know, a hard right, you know, uh, religious kind of org. Um, and it's quite disturbing. What, one thing that's probably going to come out of that, if it happens, is really turning Israeli Arabs into third-class citizens like probably shutting off all the conversations about interactions with um, Palestine and all, all that is, it's just a really, uh, really bad situation. And it's remarkable that this can happen so quickly in a country that's come so far, like so quickly. And Netanyahu was responsible for the rise of Israel using the old rules of like really strong democracy. You had checks and balances and it's all, it's all being hijacked. Quite sad. 23% of U.S. adults visited a mental health professional in 2022, up from 13% in 2004. So what is that? Almost 20 years? Uh, 18 years? Something like that? So 23% up from 13%. So that's a quarter of U.S. adults that have visited a mental health professional. Among younger adults, between the ages of 18 and 24, just 20% said their mental health was excellent. And only 31% of everyone else described their mental health as excellent. So much worse for younger people. Several pandemic era safety net programs have been a lifeline for a lot of people, millions of families, and they're coming to an end this fall, creating a significant economic squeeze. As the programs roll off, Americans will start facing bigger bills for student loan payments, childcare, healthcare, and food, deepening the impact of a whole bunch of inflation, which is thankfully starting to come down. TSMC's Arizona chip factory opening is delayed until 2025 due to a shortage, this is what they're saying, which I believe, uh, of skilled technical workers in the U.S. And TSMC is going to send more Taiwanese workers to the U.S. to help to speed things up. As an American, that is 
sad to hear. They are very specialized, though, so I guess it's expected. Ideas and analysis. The NPC phenomenon. So there's a fascinating new trend on TikTok that you have to experience to understand. Well, you still won't understand even after you experience it, but at least you'll know what that type of confusion feels like. I've not done a deep dive on it yet, but I've seen a few examples and I have thoughts. And I was going to try to describe this, but it's like a young, like attractive woman, usually in some sort of like gamer gear, because we're talking about games here. So it's like, you know, fantasy games or sci-fi or whatever superhero games. I, I think it's mostly fantasy games, but there's like this, um, bobbing up and down. Um, so it's like a, like a mini jump is like a lot of it, which is what NPCs do, I guess, to try to make them look like they're alive. I think that's the vibe why so many games have done this and sort of copied that trope. But anyway, they're bouncing back and forth and they're kind of like repeating these catchphrases and it looks obviously like they're caught in a loop. So that's the overall vibe, right? And they occasionally change the uh, dialogue, but it's meant to look bad. Like it's obviously a loop um, because they're copying the NPC behavior in games. So first of all, it's mostly women. If it wasn't somehow sexualized, I feel like there'd be a roughly equal number of men putting up good numbers on this stuff. And by the way, the numbers are insane. People are getting millions of views off of this. And the numbers are not the same with, with men and women. It's basically women running this whole scene. And uh, two, it seems extremely demeaning. There's something really disgusting to me about the NPC concept being applied to women. The whole point of the NPC vibe is that you're not the main thing, right? You are the sideshow, right? It's like, you're not part of the hero group. You aren't the hero. You're just on the side for the hero to notice and like kind of get a quest from or something. And that's what's blowing up on TikTok. Watching young women explicitly act like they're not important. It's too on the nose for me. Our culture seems bent on isolating and exaggerating the worst parts of human nature and forcing people to pretend that it's art. The song WAP, for example, even though I love Cardi B, is a great example of this. And three, the main business model is that the influencer is stuck in a loop, like I was talking about, doing their own NPC thing, varying it as they see fit, whatever, to make it seem more NPC-like. And then they change their behavior based on donations. That's when they'll speak to you or at least acknowledge you in some way, when you give them money. So once again, we have men paying to feel like they're in control of women. It's just gross to me. Keep in mind, I could be missing something here. Maybe it's something artistic and deep. I mean, I, I tell you what, sometimes it's hard to look away and I, and I can't figure out why that is. I'm like, I mean, it's not particularly attractive. There's something about, I don't know. There's something about, I wonder if it's like a slot machine where you don't know if something's about to change or not. It's almost like you're tricked into thinking that it's just a video clip and they're not doing it for real. And you can't predict when they're about to say something different. And then the idea that you can influence the world. Oh, crazy. Okay. I just had a crazy idea. What if you have people who don't feel empowered and a woman caught in an NPC loop is like the world that they cannot change. Okay. And then 
by giving money or giving hearts or whatever you're giving, you are some, in some way, in some small way, you're affecting this world that wasn't changeable before. Maybe that's part of the hook as well. Interesting. Just came up with that. I'm not sure if that's legit or not, but, um, yeah, they changed their behavior based on donations. And, uh, yeah, I, I wish I was missing something. And if I am, I'm missing some sort of greater art about this. Please uh, do let me know. And I've got an example here of one of them, uh, who I think is most popular, uh, called Pinky Doll. And uh, I think it was originally on TikTok, but this is a Twitter clip in the newsletter. I've been uh, playing, this is in notes, I've been playing with Llama 2 quite a bit, and it's uh, been a little bit hit or miss. I asked it to use the lessons learned about humanity from Russian literature and apply them to the existential crisis of AI taking jobs. And I actually did really well there, but I've had a lot of failures on easier stuff. Like, it just doesn't give me a solid feeling the way GPT-4 does. And yes, that's after all the articles saying it's worse. Um, I'm even running the 13 billion parameter version of Llama 2, and I'm about to mess with the quantized version of 70B. And um, I'll report back on that in UL chat. We have a member meetup scheduled in Vegas. Can't wait to see everyone there. And uh, we tried something different this week for the show, for the newsletter, where we use the name of the link source as the link name. Number of people have requested this feature. And I've been looking for a great way to do it. So let me know how you like the implementation. And discovery. Prompt map, a tool that automatically tests prompt injection attacks on ChatGPT instances. It generates creative attack prompts tailored for the target, sends them to a ChatGPT instance, and checks the response to determine if the attack was successful. This is by Yute Kusin. Ut Kusin. Not sure how to pronounce that. Pop, send email from your terminal by Charm Bracelet. AutoChain, a lane chain competitor with less complexity and abstraction, focused especially on easier building of agents, which is rather kludgy in lane chain. Person of interest investigations primer, how to use OSINT and Multigo to investigate people of interest. This one is super fire. Wix has a new tool that can generate an entire website from a series of prompts. The past is not true. If Zuckerberg hides his kids' faces in photos, why don't you? Great article on TTP analysis on security teams by Carlos Fragoso of Maltigo. Solve your big problems by solving your real problem. Become ungoogleable. Training video for Bell Labs Home Dell Computer Center. This thing is insane, and it's got that crazy narrator voice as well, which is quite soothing and anachronistic. Someone spent time in the Matrix Awakens game explaining to the NPCs that they're in a simulation and the conversation is enlightening. Tech trophy jobs, illusory superiority. YouTube is testing a feature where you can long press the video and it'll start playing at 2x. Yes, please. Can't wait to get that. And Let's Encrypt issues 35 certs per hour. Just kidding. Just kidding. It's actually 35 certs per minute. Actually, just kidding again. It's 35 certs per second. It's a lot of certs. Recommendation of the week. If you're new to Black Hat DEF CON, here's my advice. Don't stress about the burner thing. 
It's not really a problem for 99.99%. I just made that up. Most people, it's not an issue. Plenty of wireless shenanigans going on, but normal phone carriers and hotel Wi-Fi is generally safe. So don't stress that. Stay on trusted Wi-Fi at big hotels if you use Wi-Fi at all. Again, it's, it's not a huge problem if you're outside of like maybe the DEFCON hotel during the, during DEFCON, that one is probably pretty gross. But, um, other than that, you're fairly safe wireless wise. Don't plug into public kiosks for power. These attacks aren't super common outside DEFCON either, but you can avoid the risk by just not doing it. And also it's generally good advice as well, like outside of security conferences. Like you don't want to be doing that at airports, for example. And uh, things are further away than they appear. Farther or farther? Messed that one up a lot. Um, but yeah, don't try to walk, especially if you don't have water. It might be a 45-minute walk when you thought it was across the street. And make sure, yeah, you're drinking plenty of water. It is uh, hot in Las Vegas and everywhere else. And the aphorism of the week, there's nothing so useless as doing efficiently that which should not be done at all. There's nothing so useless as doing efficiently that which should not be done at all. Peter Drucker. Unsupervised Learning is produced and edited by Daniel Meisler on a Neumann U87 AI microphone using Hindenburg. Intro and outro music is by Zombie with a Y. And to get the text and links from this episode, sign up for the newsletter version of the show at danielmeisler.com newsletter. We'll see you next time.